0: A to Zeke podcast.
1: Segment
0: three of the A to Zeke podcast. Andrew Duvall joined with Zeke Foreman and we are joined on the phone with a special guest, Clayton Bigsby. Clayton, thanks for joining us today. You guys
1: are welcome. Good to hear from you.
0: Yeah, we are talking um, NCAA uh, tournament hockey, and Zeke and I decided we don't really know enough about that to carry on a full conversation, so we brought in the expert. What are we looking at in uh, this year's bracket? Some things that stand out, Clayton. I don't
1: know if you can call me an expert this year. Now that I live in Colorado, I haven't been able to watch too much of it, but um, I did watch the Big Ten tournament this past weekend. Uh some pretty good hockey games. Uh, Minnesota ended up ultimately winning that. I think they set too much fire for Michigan um, and some terrible attendance there when they played in Michigan, which is unfortunate because the WCHA Final Five, I think everybody who knows hockey well is really missing that tournament because that was always a packed house, and it was usually Minnesota versus North Dakota or something like that, and um, I think hockey fans are really missing that right now. On the western side of the country, uh, hockey is really strong this year. Uh, Boston University is, is coming in, I think, as the number one overall seat. Um, however, I think that will I think there will be some mix-up. I think they'll make it to the Frozen 4. However, I think North Dakota is very strong, and I think that we'll see. Minnesota State's been very strong all year, and Michigan Tech looked unbeatable in the beginning of the year, and now Tech is kind of slowing down a little bit. So... It's definitely not a runaway um, tournament like it has been in the past. I think mm-hmm. that we could see some upsets uh,
0: right away. We were talking about it a little bit earlier that uh, it's kind of disappointing. You got the first round matchup is really intriguing a Minnesota Duluth against Minnesota. It's kind of unfortunate yeah. they have to play that all the way in New Hampshire because that would have been a lot of fun to watch here. In uh, That would have been a packed house, say, at the X or somewhere here in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I I when I saw that I, I kinda of frowned a little bit. I know they're playing one of the one of the regionals is being held in Fargo mm-hmm. and it would have been great to have them there or somewhere even closer, but they're moving it around to try and grow the sport, try and get more division one teams throughout the country and I think um we'll see how that works out. But to go all the way to New Hampshire to put, have two Minnesota teams play is unfortunate. But I think the way that um you is loved here with the winning the championship not that long ago. And the U of M is just historically a great team. I think that there will be uh, a decent crowd out there. New Hampshire themselves love hockey. Uh, New Hampshire and Vermont and Maine—not um, that long ago—Maine was a an outstanding hockey program. They—they're uh, the ones who lost to Minnesota at the X in 2002. That was probably the best hockey game I've ever watched, and uh, they'll have fans that show up out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of great players in the tournament as well with the I've looking at I was just looking at this. seven out of the ten uh, Hobie ba- Baker award finalists playing in this tournament, but we were just talking a little bit off air. you said that nobody really stands out this season as like a, as the guy for the tournament or for, for the Hobie Baker award just kind of a lot of solid players
1: Yeah, like, like we said earlier, I think um, uh, Boston University probably has the runaway player not runaway player, um, a great player. Um, I can't
0: even think of the name. Alco? Yeah, Alpo. Jack Jack, Jack is, like? is probably who you're talking about uh, this year. Uh, yeah, he. And then, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, he's. He, I, I think the big thing he leads the country in, in points uh, this year. He's, but he's only 18, which is pretty incredible as a uh, freshman there out yeah. of Boston. And he plays. Yeah,
1: in Boston University. I mean, there's a lot of scoring in Hockey East, and um, I know, like you were saying. Uh, North Dakota's goalie is up for the Hobie Baker, and I think he's an upperclassman. Uh, I don't think he's as young; he's not a freshman. No, if I remember right. And looking at all that, I guess what I was what I meant by saying that earlier is that there's about Johnny Gutrell in this year's uh, this year's college hockey. I mean, he was a standout for Boston College. He is currently playing for the Calgary Flames, and he's going to take them to the playoffs probably um, as a rookie. So he, he was a, he was a standout player. Um, kind of a Thomas Vanek for the Gophers back in two thousand and three, who single handedly won that tournament uh, for the Gophers. That's actually the last time they have won. So, mm-hmm. kind of getting back to the Minnesota teams in this, um, four out of the five made it, which is awesome. Bemidji was left out, but I think I think Minnesota State was showing a strong showing. Actually, um, they have they play amazing hockey as a team, and I would love to see. I would love to see them
0: make a run probably to the Frozen 4. Yeah. Um one thing about them, they actually did grab the number 1 overall seed in the tournament, which is pretty surprising, I think, but oh, they did. Okay. Um they are the I think I know a lot of people when like the Gophers left and when uh, UND left that nobody really kind of gave much credit to the WCHA, is that yep. b- true? I mean, I, but they I mean, you got to give them some credit. You think if they're uh, uh they're the WCHA champions and they give them the number 1 overall seed, there must be still something there.
1: Yo, yeah, and I think, I mean, you ask anybody from the West, they'll say WTHA two years ago was the best. And you ask anyone from the East Coast, they'll always say Hockey East is the best. Um, they kind of – Hockey East remains the same, but um, they've been all split up over here. And the Big Ten is new. It's, it's kind of struggling, starting up. Um, programs are being built out of that, like Penn State. Um, Ohio State trying to come back strong. They're still kind of lacking in that area. Um, But it gives also a chance for some of the smaller schools to kind of amp up their players and to get more TV time with more um, conferences spreading across. Mm -hmm. But I think WTHA being most of it out of Minnesota, some out of Colorado, um, you know that they're always going to be strong because that's where a lot of the kids grow up playing hockey, and that's where they want to go.
0: Uh, you now, you know, growing up in Michigan and now living in Denver with Denver University being the two seed in the East Regional. Are people? Do people get as excited about this tournament over in Denver as they did here in Minnesota?
1: So no, not as much. It's kind of funny. So DU is in just south of Denver. It's actually where the original Chipotle is pretty awesome.
0: Oh, so know how much
1: you love Chipotle, Andrew? <laughs> it's It's right on DU campus. But anyways, getting back to it, the, the radio. The guys on the radio out of Denver, they're talking about it a lot. It's getting a lot of coverage down in that area. And Colorado's kind of split up in a weird way. Like, Northern Colorado doesn't really pay attention too much to what's going on in Denver unless it's the Broncos are the four major sports teams. Mm-hmm. Um, up here, we have an ECHL hockey team called the Colorado Eagles. and That's what everybody really loves. Um, but if you go south towards Denver, um, they're, they're, they're pretty big. Um, yeah. They love their hockey and their lacrosse there. And Magnus Arena is is where DU plays hockey, and it's a great, great place. Great atmosphere. So they're strong. Um, I was actually on the plane with them last year uh, when I was flying back to Minnesota. They were heading to o- back for the conference tournament, and I actually sat next to one of them, and his last name was, I want to say Bennett. Okay. And, and his older brother plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he was a defenseman for them when they won it last year. And... Or sorry, defenseman for DU when they won the conference tournament last year. He was a super nice guy. He had no chance of going pro, he said. So It's all up in the air. I think DU's strong, uh, but I don't see them making to the frozen
0: four. Yeah, so when you look at uh, seeding, I know we have the March Madness basketball tournaments as well going on, and obviously there's a lot of upsets and thrown around with that. When you get to this hockey tournament, is it safe to say that you could basically shake these 16 teams up and seed them any way you wanted? Is it that even, or is it the seeds mean something?
1: Um, but actually, this year I see it being more even, more even than it has been in the past. Hockey's so different because you can catch a hot goalie. Where basketball, really anyone can be doing in basketball, but there's teams like Kentucky that really you know are probably going to make it to mm-hmm. the Final Four without really any any too much of an upset happening. Probably. Where in hockey, if a goalie gets hot, I mean it can happen. That's the Gophers lost to uh, St. Mary's, or I can't remember who it was. This tiny school, and the Gophers were a one seed. And they lost because that goalie was so on fire that I mean it was it was shocking. So in hockey, really anyone can beat anyone, um, but there are teams with a lot of firepower like Boston University and um, even Minnesota State Mankato, uh, North Dakota. Especially with the goalie that North Dakota has, I can see them making a run. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Let's see, kind of wrap things up. We've got four regions, uh, starting with the Midwest region: Minnesota State Mankato, Nebraska, Harvard, and RIT. Minnesota State coming out of that one, or any other predictions in that one?
1: Um, I can see RIT giving them a run. They did really well in the conference tournament in the Atlantic Division. However, I uh, just see Minnesota, Minnesota State having just a lot of talent this year. This is the best they've been in a long time. Um, Omaha sometimes has just solid defense and a great goalie. Um, this year they're not as strong as they have been in the past, however they did make the tournament. But I, I do see Minnesota State advancing out of this if they just play their normal hockey.
0: And then in the West, North Dakota, uh, Michigan Tech, St. Cloud State, and then Quinnipiac. Uh, this one actually is taking place in Fargo, so basically a, a home region for uh, North Dakota. Do they have an easy road here to uh, the Frozen Four?
1: And I, I don't actually think so. I think that anyone could win this. This is obviously kind of a home area for North Dakota being in Fargo. And... I see North Dakota being the favorite here, especially with their Hobie Baker goalie that I've mentioned so many times. But St. Cloud just beat them last weekend 3-1, mm-hmm. to one, and Quinnipiac has always, as of late, been great. They've been in the Frozen Four um, a couple of the past years, and I just see this one being kind of a toss-up. However, if I had to bet on it, I would go with North Dakota, especially after what happened last year when the Gophers beat him with like .6 seconds left. I know they
0: have um, something to play for this year, definitely. Northeast region that's taking place in New Hampshire. You've got Boston University, Minnesota-Duluth, Minnesota-Yale. This is one that I think most Minnesota fans, uh, Minnesota hockey fans, will be keeping their eye on. One of the Gophers' chances to come out of this one.
1: Yeah, so this this is the heavy hitter bracket. Um, with Boston being in it, along with Minnesota and Duluth, um, those three teams, I think uh, any one of them could come out of it. Boston University, of, of course, being on the East Coast, is going the, they're expected to win this. Um I think if Adam Wilcox, who's Minnesota's goalie, the Gophers, I think they have um, just as good of a shot to make it. I think they should win their first game against Duluth, um, and then moving forward, they'll probably end up playing Boston University, which could be the game of the tournament. Mm-hmm. It's Kyle Rowles senior year for the Gophers, and I know he was so close to winning that last year, and, and they came short. So he came back just to win a national championship, and so this is his chance, so. I see it being a heck of a game if those two were to meet up, and hopefully that is what happens.
0: And then the last re- uh, region, the East Regional, taking place in Rhode Island, basically a home game for Providence as they're the four seed. Yep. Miami of Ohio is the one. Denver University is the two. And Boston College is the three. Thoughts on this one?
1: So being that the Frozen Four is in Boston, correct, right?
0: Yep, yep, that's correct. All
1: right. Yeah, all right. So being that the Frozen Four is in Boston, I see Boston College really wanting to get out of here. Um That's kind of a home stretch for them. It's right in their backyard, the TD Ameritrade Center. Um, I've been there before. I can see Boston College actually just pulling it together and figuring this out. Uh, Denver University has a great team, and they have to play Boston College right away. I see that being a heavy-hitting game. Um, Miami of Ohio also has a great program. But they always seem to kind of fall short in this tournament. I don't know what that's all about. They've Mm -hmm. never really pushed all the way through to win this. And so... I I do expect Boston College to figure it out, but I think Denver could give them a run.
0: Yeah, one thing that's worth noting uh, for Miami of Ohio, they just coming off the the NCHC championship, but the uh, title game is going to cost them. They lost their two leading goal scorers in that game. Uh, They had one kid that Blake Coleman was suspended and uh, Riley Barber was injured in the title game, not going to play in the, the first game, and they're taking on Providence in that first round. Like I said, Providence basically has a home game as well uh, there, so keep an eye on uh, Miami of Ohio to be on upset alert there in the, uh, in the in the first round of the tournament. Yeah,
1: most definitely, and, that, and that's super unfortunate. Um, I knew about the suspension. I didn't know about the other player getting hurt, mm-hmm. and one thing I did forget to mention is it is in Providence, um, however, hockey, as, as like, the Wild playing the Avalanche last year, it does, it does make a difference to play at home, but it's not like an NFL game. In, yeah. in hockey, really, anyone can win in anyone's building. hmm
0: No, absolutely. Uh, before we let you go, any closing thoughts on the tournament?
1: Um, I think it's going to be a great tournament. Uh, living out here, it's not going to be as easy to see all of these games. I know ESPN tries to, um, cover as many as possible. Uh, but... I'm actually going to be cheering for the Gophers. i like to see Raul get his championship. However, I think this is going to be an, an Eastern tournament. I could see a lot of teams make it to the Frozen Four out of the East. So mm. as much as I hate to say it, I would rather have any team from out here win over East. So whether that's North Dakota or not, we'll have to find out.
0: Yeah, should definitely be a lot of fun. Well, uh, Clayton, thanks for uh, joining us here today on the A to Z podcast.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it guys. You have a good one. Thanks for inviting me on. Cause I'm free. I'm